0: Hi, I'm Michael Woods, Chief Scientist at the Asian Turfgrass Center. This is another ATC Double Cut where I take a second look at something that I've written about on the ATC website. Today, I'm going to talk about the temperature-based growth potential and a little trick that I use with the temperature-based growth potential to compare the season length at different locations around the world. And by comparing the season length based on some calculations with growth potential and temperature, I'm able to look at the equivalent amounts of work at different places. I, I find this really useful because when something works well at a location, let's say a particular nitrogen fertilizer rate or a particular number of mowings, or a particular sand top dressing amount. Let's say that we know that it works really well at a certain location. I'd like to be able to apply that at a different location, but we can't do it exactly when the temperatures are different because the growing season, the effective growing season will be different. The temperature-based growth potential allows us to make a normalization or a standardization of that so that we can make adjustments from one location to the next and quickly get a starting point estimate for how things may be done in an equivalent way at a different location this blog post i will bring it up on the screen here for those of you watching it it's got a title of growth potential as a proxy for season length and the growth potential here is the temperature based growth potential which was developed by PaceTurf. You can if you're not familiar with this, you can download the climate ap- appraisal form from the PaceTurf website or you could do a search, do a search on Google or do a search on the ATC website and you will be able to find the formula for temperature based growth potential. Uh, I recommend for a lot of people they find the climate appraisal form from PaceTurf really useful because you can put in the temperatures at your site and it will make some useful site-specific calculations for you. What I've done here is look at growth potential in the way that I think is really useful. It's very intuitive for me and I, I'm not sure that everybody knows that it can be used in this way. I think a lot of people think of growth potential as a percentage. So the growth potential might be 50% today or 57% today, which essentially means that your temperature is at 57% of what the optimum temperatures for growth would be for a particular grass. And there are two equations for growth potential, one for cool season grass, one for warm season grass. In this post, I've used it as an example, I've used the cool season grass growth potential calculation and I picked 33 locations from around the world and I made a chart. So I'll explain how this works as I go through this chart. I I picked 33 locations, got their weather data, their temperature data from the calendar year 2021, so last calendar year, and these are places from both the northern and the southern hemisphere. In the north, I've got places like Moscow and Stockholm. In the south, places like Sydney, Cape Town, Auckland, New Zealand, and so on, and a lot of places in between. And the way that the temperature-based growth potential equation works is it generates a number between 0 and 1, or if you express it on a percentage basis, it's from 0% to 100%. Where 100% is the value returned by the equation if your actual air temperature, your average air temperature is the same or is very close to the optimum temperatures for growth for that particular species. For cool season grass that value is set I believe at 68.5 degrees Fahrenheit or 20 degrees Celsius. And for warm season grass, it's set, I believe, 87.5 Fahrenheit, which is 31 degrees Celsius. It's important that you use the proper equation for the type of grass that you want to make the calculation for. The other thing about the growth potential, the temperature number that goes into the equation is the average air temperature it's not the high and it's not the low and it's not the soil temperature it's the average air temperature photosynthesis in the leaves is happening above ground it's happening in that air temperature and the growth is happening both during the day and at night so we look at the average over the course of a day and we're looking at the air temperature and that of course soil temperature follows air temperature as a wave function so it uh, you could get very similar results if you looked at particular soil temperatures but for the case of the standard equation for temperature-based growth potential it's using average air temperature and when you generate the growth potential it converts that temperature number into a scale from zero to one or from zero to a hundred percent. If we keep the growth potential output, if we keep that output from the equation on a scale from zero to one, it can be considered a day. If, if we're calculating this on a daily basis, if the temperature is one, that means that that day had temperatures that were perfect for growth. If the, output of the equation for that day is zero, it means the temperatures were so far from the optimum on that day that no growth is expected. The grass would be expected to be dormant. And then anything in between, for example, 0.81, that would mean that the temperatures were 81% of optimum for that day. So that's about four-fifths of a day in terms of it being Optimum for growth. If we add those together over a week, over a month, or over a year, we can get something that is similar to a season. And on this chart, Glasgow, Scotland had a summed growth potential in 2021 of about 85, which would mean it's the equivalent of 85 days of perfect growth, 85 days of temperatures that were perfect for growth and we would expect a location that has 170 days of perfect growth to be essentially to have a season twice as long or twice as intense as Glasgow. The growth would be expected to be about twice as much. Mowing would be about twice as much. Nitrogen use, nutrient use would be about twice as much. The sand top dressing requirement would probably be about twice as much. So if we look at places that happen to be at around 170 and compare them to Glasgow, places that are around 170 in 2021 include New York City, Tokyo, Rome, and Shanghai, China. If, for example, we knew Let's say we were managing a course in Glasgow and let's say we happen to have POA annual greens and let's say that we wanted to compare, let's say we went to New York City and saw a course in New York City that had POA annual greens and they were superb and we found out that they happened to be using a certain amount of nitrogen fertilizer and we happened to know exactly how much sand top dressing they were applying. And let's say we knew how many times they were mowing the greens in a year also and we said wow that those greens in new york were superb i would like to try some of the maintenance practices that they're using at that facility here in glasgow but you can't directly translate it because the growing seasons are so different the temperatures are so different but If you're growing the same grass and you make this calculation and you realize that Glasgow has a growth potential that sums to about 85 in a year and New York City has a growth potential that sums to about 170 in a year, you realize that the inputs in Glasgow would be expected to be about half of what it would be in New York City. So we can quickly get a starting point estimate for equivalent types of things like that. Moscow for example. Moscow is at 100. 100 growing uh, growth potential. So the, the growth potential sums to 100 in Moscow. And if we look at a place that's double that, it's places like San Francisco, Mexico City, Melbourne, Valencia, Atlanta. Those are right around 200 for last year. So now we can say that if we if we knew that something was working really good in Moscow and we wanted to apply the same type of thing in Mexico City, for example, we would expect to have to do twice as much of it in Mexico City. We'd have to apply twice as much sand, twice as much fertilizer, twice as much mowing in Mexico City as was done in Moscow. I find this really useful and it's something that I've written about in my Japanese magazine column that I do for um, Golf Course Seminar Magazine, and it's in my Japanese book. So my um, my sh- my English book is the Short Grammar of Greenkeeping. Uh, my Japanese book is called Turfgrass Science and Greenkeeping, or Maika Nojikan, the book, and when this book was published, the Maika Nojikan book, in 2017, the publisher asked me to write a couple of special articles that would introduce the book and kind of summarize some of the concepts, and I believe those ran in the uh, March and April issues of Golf Course Seminar magazine in 2017 and i explained just this i i did it on a a a monthly basis i think in that particular example in in that uh feature article so i said like if there's 12 months in a year i calculated the growth potential and said like okay at this location the the growing season is something like 5.4 months and at this other location the growing season is something like 7.1 months And then if we're trying to adjust the work, if we know something works really well at a certain location, and we want to find out how to apply it at our location, all we have to do is get that ratio of 7.1 to 5.4, or vice versa, and then we adjust it. So if we knew that 10 grams of nitrogen per square meter was the application rate, and we needed to increase it or decrease it by a certain amount in order to get that starting point estimate, we, we would either use the ratio of uh, the growth potential at that location divided by the growth potential at my location or vice versa, depending whether it's something that we need to increase or decrease based on the season length. This is something that I find incredibly useful And it's a neat little trick that you can do with Growth Potential to not only look at the relative amounts of stress, of temperature-based stress that your turf is undergoing, but it's also a way to compare from location to location, which is really hard to do if you're just saying, okay, this place, the average temperature is this, and the other place, the average temperature is this. Uh, it's it's not in enough detail, I think, to really look at the season length. But when we're growing turf grass, we are interested in the total. You know, the grass grows day after day after day. So I think it's interesting to look at what the total growth potential is by summing it up. And we there's never quite enough perfect days, no matter where we are. And so it's nice to find out what it is, what kind of challenges we're dealing with and find solutions to those. That's a, a quick little review of that post, the ex, The direct link to that. I'll put a link to the um, climate appraisal form from PaceTurf in the description also. And this is something that I've got a lot of the code on my computer to make these calculations so if you have some specific questions about this or want me to look at any particular location just let me know send me a note or leave something in the comments and I will see what I can do this is uh, as I mentioned it's something that I think is really useful and and I hope other people will be able to get use of this also Jason Haynes left uh or he he made some calculations and put it in the ATC Turf Discord server after I had uh, uh, put up this other blog post, and he calculated for his location in the summer in Southern British Columbia for the past five or six years, I think, that the growth potential, if you sum it monthly in July and August, it's something like 26 or 27 days per month, almost almost the full 31 days it's like a really really high growth potential in those locations but of course it's never easy enough and uh, he mentioned that it also doesn't rain in those months so temperature is only one aspect of it but it's really useful to understand what it is and then hopefully you can have irrigation water and have an irrigation system that can apply that water and you can take advantage of that really good growth potential it's something that can be calculated weekly monthly annually and it's a way to i think spread some of the great maintenance practices that work around the world i i i think working internationally like i do i'm often working in places where there's not a lot of local turf grass research and there's not a lot of um local expertise in countries where turf grass is a lot of the technology is imported say a lot of the textbooks and the research results are being taken from another part of the world and try they're tried and uh, adapted and seen if they can work in another location and by looking at this growth potential trick and looking at the equivalent season links by summing the growth potential. It's something that uh, makes it easier to apply some of these things that work well in other parts of the world and um, gets a great starting point estimate for having the same results with these techniques in other parts of the world. Thank you for listening. For ATC in Yantakau I'm Micah Woods.